glad to be here. I think we're going to continue on and finish up on our topic that we've been talking about these last few weeks, and that's uh, how to get from point A to point B in your spiritual walk, how to grow in the Lord. Uh, we've covered a lot of different things, and but this one thing that we're going to cover today is most important, and it should be everybody's goal in life because you're not going to grow until you grow in this particular thing, and that is... What, Abram? Love. Love. Walking in love. That is an everyday affair. Um, your Christian walk, your spiritual life, if you don't grasp this and get an understanding of this and begin to walk in the light of this, you're going to stay right there where you are. You must learn how to walk in love. So we're going to read 1 Corinthians chapter 13. Um, usually I read it in the King James Version, but this time I'm going to read it in the Amplified because it really shows you what it means to be walking in love. So I am going to begin reading it. It says, If I speak with the tongues of men and of angels... But have not love for others growing out of God's love for me, big key. Then I have become only a noisy gong or a clanging cymbal, just an annoying distraction. And if I have the gift of prophecy and speak a new message from God to the people and understand all mysteries and possess all knowledge. And if I have all sufficient faith so that I can remove mountains, but do not have love reaching out to the others, I am nothing. If I give all my possessions to feed the poor, and if I surrender my body to be burned but do not have love, it does me no good at all. Well, what type of love is he talking about? Well, let's find out. Love endures with patience and serenity. Love is kind and thoughtful and is not jealous or envious. Love does not brag and is not proud or arrogant. It is not rude. It is not self-seeking. It is not provoked nor overly sensitive and easily angered. It does not take into account a wrong endured. It does not rejoice at injustice, but rejoices with the truth when right and truth prevail. Love bears all things, regardless of what comes, believes all things, looking for the best in each one, hopes all things, remaining steadfast during difficult times, endures all things without weakening. Love never fails. It never fades nor ends. But as for prophecies, they will pass away. As for tongues, they will cease. As for the gift of special knowledge, it will pass away. For we know in part and we prophesy in part. For our knowledge is fragmentary and incomplete. But when that which is complete and perfect comes, that, I'm sorry. Okay, yes. But when that which is complete and perfect comes, that which is incomplete and partial will pass away. When I was a child, I talked like a child. I thought like a child. I reasoned like a child. When I became a man, I did away with childish things. For now, in this time of imperfection, we see in the mirror dimly a blurred reflection, a riddle, an enigma. But then, when the time of perfection comes, we will see reality face to face. Now I know in part, just in fragments, but then I will know fully, just as I have been fully known by God. And now there remained faith, abiding trust in God and his promises, hope, confident, 
expectation of eternal salvation, love, unselfish love for others growing out of God's love for me. These three, the choices, graces, but the greatest of these is love. And I want to read the very first verse. I saw this some time ago and it, and it was really good. Just the first part of the next chapter, that first um, portion of it. It says, this is chapter 14, verse 1 in Amplify. Pursue this love. What love? The love that we just read about. Pursue this love with eagerness and make it your goal. When I saw that, I was like, wow, that is so good. Make this your goal in life to be what 1 Corinthians chapter 13 says. You know, we talked about locating yourself in a few other podcasts. Well, you can look at 1 Corinthians chapter 13 and you can locate yourself to see which area you're not in, you know. I mean, when I was just reading some of this, first of all, it says love for others growing out of God's love for me. So first and foremost, you can't even walk in this type of love unless you're saved. You got to be born again. Yeah. And I will say <clears throat> a lot of other religions, they try to just do good things. Yeah. Um, they they try to do without the love of God. And when that happens, they wear themselves out. Mm hmm. It's not a true, genuine love. It's just more of a humanistic, oh, I want to do this for right. you, be here for you, all that kind of stuff. I want to be there for yeah, you. Yeah, we, we got that a lot in our society as humans. But that's not this love we're talking about. Mm -mm. It's the love that lays down your life for the brethren that yeah. Jesus talks about. Yeah, exactly. It's it's The Bible tells us that God is love. So it's it's what the Lord shows us on a day-to-day -day basis you know and when you go and I like to read it in the amplified version because you can really find yourself in some of these I mean I'm even reading some of it when I just read it now and I'm like oh yeah okay okay I was doing that you know so you you have to um make it your goal in life to follow this let's go back to verse four well first of all it says God's love um for others growing out of God's love for me. So like I said, you, can, you can't even begin to walk in this unless you are born again. I've heard many people say who's supposed to be Christians. I heard many people say, well, I don't, I don't have that type of love or I can't, I can't do that. Well, guess what? You need to get saved. Well, I am saved. Well, if you are saved, then you can do it because God's word is true. And whatever he says that you can do, you can do so you can walk in this love the truth of the matter is you don't want to you don't want to uh buffet your body to do this i mean look at verse four what does it say love is, endures with patience and serenity calmness serenity is peace patience many of us don't have a lot of patience love is kind and thoughtful okay well some some of us can be real kind some of us can be real thoughtful you know it says it's not jealous or envious. It does not brag and it's not proud or arrogant. Isn't that something? You start thinking you all that and you're showing everybody that you all that. The Bible says here, love is not proud or arrogant. It says it's not rude. Mm-hmm. 
Yep. Yep. All I got to say about that, we got some rude Christians out there. It's not rude. It's not self-seeking. It is not provoked nor sensitive and easily angered. That's a big one. Yeah, I think that that yeah, that is a big one because you got people doing something to you. It seems all the time, and some people may try to. Well, I'm I'm gonna give you a pass on that. You know, that's what we we, mm. we say, but that's not giving a pass in in the godly manner. It's just I'm gonna let you make it kind of thing. You know mm-hmm. how we we are just talking how we are, but the love of God does not take offense yeah. to things that people may do to you. That's right. Um the idea of I'm going to get you back mm-hmm. will come to mind or I'm going to get justice comes to mind. But love says, no, the love of God is in me. So I'm not going to want to get my way. Mm-hmm. It's not self-seeking. That's right. Go ahead. I mean, think about it. Let's just put this, bring this down to perspective. Is everybody getting on your nerves all the time? Of course. Do you can't stand people? Some of them. Um, in the marriage, is your spouse always making you mad? That's the one who I can't stand the most. Or are you the spouse that's making making your other spouse mad? Hmm. Yeah. It go. It wait. It go both ways. It can't go both don't, don't ways. Don't be trying to put that on me. <laughs> how are you? How are you with other people around? Are you always taking offense? Are you always mad? Are you always irritated? This is what this is talking about. If you know that you're one who's always irritated, if you know that you're one who's easily angered, easily angered, something that somebody did just makes you mad and you can't let the thing go, that you just keep on talking and talking. Bringing up stuff that happened uh, a week ago or two weeks ago. I thought we put that to bed. Right. And then we have another issue and you're bringing that back up. True. True. That's or that, not love. Or that same issue that, that you dealt with, but yet you can't you can't you can't put it to bed. Yeah. You can't know? get over it. You can't get over it. This is what we're talking about here. This is what this is talking about right here. It is not self seeking, it's not provoked nor overly sensitive and easily angered. Uh oh. It does not take into account a wrong endured. That's what Abram was just talking about, bringing it back up. That somebody did something to you, whether it's your spouse, whether it's a friend, whether it's a person, whether it's whatever it is, your boss. The Bible says God's love does not take account of a wrong endured. If that was if he had, Jesus would have never made it to the cross. Right. Never. Mm-hmm. Those Pharisees was coming at him like crazy. Yeah. He would he would have never. I can't I can't do these for these people. Mm-hmm. I cannot die for these people. It's too much for me to bear. Yeah. Because I'm, I'm sure there's so much that he endured, the offenses. Jesus said there will be offenses, yeah. and he endured it for us. Mm-hmm. And when you look at the life of Jesus, it exemplifies the love of God. That's it right. exemplifies First Corinthians thirteen. Mm-hmm. And when we line our, if we line ourselves up. With Jesus' life, we'll be able to see, you know, that's our litmus test mm-hmm. to see are we walking in this type of love. Well, people are going to say that's Jesus. He was the son of God. Well, 
the love of God is in us. So what are we saying now? He said it's been given to you and, and it's been shared abroad in our hearts. And if you are in me and I am in you, well, people will know that and they'll know that, that you are a disciple, that you are a Christian. That's right. And we say that we are Christians, but yet our actions do not show it. They wouldn't even, some of us Christians, which I don't even like the word anymore because it's been so um, tainted, if you will, changed into something else that everybody is. It does not resemble the love of God. It doesn't resemble Jesus anymore. Mm-hmm. God, we've gotten so far away from the love of Jesus, the love of God, for God so loved the world. He gave his only begotten son. What does that say to us? How do we um, put ourselves in that um, in that idea? For Abram so loved his wife. For Abram so loved the world, people. We, we not laying down our lives for nobody. Yep. Someone cut us off on a road, we going to speed up and then we going to cut them off. And then it's going to escalate. Yeah. People die from not letting the love of God um, in our hearts uh, yeah. shed abroad. Um, the, the the situation in always, say in marriage, we'll just take a marriage perspective or any relationship. When you do not let the love of God guide your life, situations escalate mm-hmm. to where it it didn't have to go there. Yep. Oh, he did this. So I got no no you don't. It mm-hmm. says that it, it doesn't take offense. Mm-hmm. It's not easily provoked. Yep. And when I was younger, that being easily is easy to be provoked, mm-hmm. you know? Well, for me, I'm sure maybe for other people it could be a different thing, but I'm sure I'm talking to somebody. Yeah. It's it's easy. It's like they pushing on that button. And I'm ready. I want to go off, off on somebody. My foot mm-hmm. you're on my foot and now you, you you're turning your heel and you and you and you just 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 putting more pressure on it and you know what gonna get me going mm-hmm. and people do that mm-hmm. they do that on the, in the workplace they do that all the time and trying to see if you're gonna crack mm-hmm. jesus didn't crack jesus did not crack are, are, are we cracking under under pressure as my voice cracks. Right. I did hear that. I hey, know. it is apropos to what <laughs> I'm talking about. <laughs> but we have to make sure that our lives are lined up with this word, the love of God in us. Yeah. Do we, do we, Jesus says, if you love me, you'll keep my commandments. That's right. What is the first commandment? And he said, and also he says, and my commandments aren't hard. So you're telling me it's, it's not hard to love my brother, my neighbor? Nope. Not when you're doing it. Not when you're saved and you have the love of God already in your heart. But I'm saved, though. Yeah, so then you can do it. Man, you just talking some other stuff that I ain't trying to hear, man. I, I can't do that. I can't. Yeah, because the, the bottom line is most people don't want to do it. You don't want to be thoughtful and kind. Or maybe thoughtful and kind ain't a big deal. But that being easily provoked and easily angered and not taking offense and, and not holding account, you know, that's when it really gets gets in there. Mm-hmm. You know. They um, threw they threw me under the bus. Mm-hmm. And I'm a I'm a I'ma drive the bus. Yep. And I'ma roll back 
and then I'm going to go forward mm-hmm. and lead him under that bus. You know, Abram even talked about, and I think in other podcasts, that we're talking about how to, you know, um, your spiritual walk, growing in your spiritual walk. And, un- and unless you grow in love, you're not going to grow in your spiritual walk. It's just, it just is. You're, you're going to stay right there where you are. Because what did it say? If I have faith to move mountains, mm-hmm. but I have not love, I'm nothing. You know, you can yeah. be the greatest prophet there is, and you can be right there and on point with every word that you say. But if you are not walking in this love walk that it shows right now, the Bible says you're nothing. Mm-hmm. This is something that we should pre- be pursuing every single day. You don't know where to start in your Christian walk? Begin here. Begin here and doing it. And I used to have my sister, we had a one-on-one, um, my, my youngest sister, and I, I had her to meditate on this, this particular scripture. And everywhere it says love is, I told her, put your name in there. Put, say, I, I am patient. I am kind. Remember, we talked about another podcast. You got to make that word real to you and you put yourself in the word. And so she did that and she did it for a whole year. And there was a particular person that was on her and she had a great, a marvelous opportunity, as some uh, Kenneth Hagin would say, a marvelous opportunity to walk this thing out, to walk in love. But at the end of that year, she did. And that one person who messed with her that entire year, and this was her boss, that one person who messed with her the entire year actually came back and apologized because she walked this. Now, was she perfect in it? No. I can remember many times she would call me and she would be so mad and so angry. And then we'll have to calm her down. Now let's get back. Now, what does the word say? It doesn't mean you're going to be perfect, but this needs to, just like it said in first Corinthians 14, make this your goal in life. Yeah. To, to, to strive after it. Yes. We, we strive after so many things and we make, we got goals, you know, um, new year's resolution goals and all that. Maybe, Make loving your brethren a goal. Yeah. That that can be something that we can always, you know, I'm going to make a, a point to, to love more, to allow the love of God that is in me. And that's a sappy me. love. Not yeah, this, yeah. you know, human, that, that, selfish that, that love. That hallmark type love. You know, uh, no, we're not talking about that. We're talking about God's love, what he, wh- who he is, number one, and then in his word, it describes what that love means, what it really means. But you know, sometimes love, it doesn't mean that you're going to be for that person all the time. Well, if that yeah. person is walking in sin and that person is doing right and, and doing wrong and don't want to live right, but I'm just going to be there for him. I'm mm-hmm. going to be there for her. No, you got to also take a stand of righteousness too. Yeah. Sometimes T- love tough, says no. Tough love. Yeah. Get thee behind me, Satan. You desire the things of this world, right. Peter, my my good friend. That's right. You know, and I remember Abram, even when we talked about, okay, when before this podcast, we were talking about um, what we would talk about today. And and he even said, if I, I can say even in my own life, I didn't really start growing in the Lord until I started growing in the growing in love. Yeah. And he began to talk about how the Lord dealt with him and serving his wife. Yeah. You know, that wasn't him. No, it was not. Not at the time. It is now. That's who he is now. But that's him growing in love. And just because the Bible says, laying down your life for the brethren, his disciples, I'm sure some of them were married. 
um, that goes into just not your brother or friend or whoever you may, may meet is who you around the most as well. Yeah. And if we're married, we need to, that's an easy way for you to put it in practice. Yes. Your wife, your husband, mm-hmm. your children, your boss, colleagues, yep. teammates. Mm-hmm. It's, it's easy. It's, it's always something that will ever be before us. Yep. It's not something that, well, I have to wait to do it. Mm-hmm. This is one thing that you ain't got to wait to do. Yep. You can put it into practice. Right now. Right now. Today, after you hear this podcast. Yeah, you may not like what we're saying. You can put it into practice right now. Mm-hmm. So it it is always on. Yep. Always on. Mm-hmm. Just like it says, love bears all things regardless of what comes. Love believes all things, looking for the best in each one. Yeah. That's great in the in the marriage. Maybe. Yeah, not 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 finding fault and yeah. not not going the pessimistic route. Mm-hmm. Um always yeah, that's right. I am uh before I was saved, before I, I renewed my mind, I would be more pessimistic at times. Mm-hmm. But when the love of God is is in you, you you look at things differently. Yep. You don't look at it from the standpoint of of pessim, pes, mm-hmm. pessimism. Yeah, that's right. You start to see things through his yeah. eyes instead of your own eyes. You start to see people through his yeah. eyes. The Bible says, "No, no man, except or I'm sorry, um, I can't remember exactly how the how the scripture says, but basically it was saying, "No, no man, but according to Christ." So we need to look at people when we're dealing with people. We need to look at them and see them how Christ sees them, mm-hmm. not all their faults, not all their issues. You know. Yeah. Um, actually seeing them with the love of God in our eyes, you know. Yeah, Paul says he knows no man according to the flesh. That's the scripture I yeah. was looking for. See, see, I'm I'm here to help. He you. is. I'm here to help. He's walking in love. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you know. Uh, but yeah, it 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 says love believes all things, looking for the best in each one. It hopes all things, remaining steadfast during difficult times. Remaining steadfast during difficult times. That's good. There's difficult times in his life. That is there's, so good. This life can bring some, some pretty harsh things. You can have difficult times in your relationship. Yeah. And not just marriages, but period, in any relationship. Maybe it's a mm-hmm. mother, father. Whether it's, you know, son and daughter, sisters, siblings. Mm-hmm whatever it is yeah jesus talks about he came to bring a sword to put enmity between father mother um like you're saying son daughters like there's going to be some something between people and their relationships Mm -hmm. but how do we combat that do we go tick for tat as we like to do an eye for an eye nope you know it's jesus says i've given you a new commandment but to love your God with all your heart and to love you love your neighbor as yourself as yourself. Why do we leave that so much? Because we, we don't want to do it. I, you know, I'm, I'm get faith. I need to get I need to have faith for this. I need to take care of my We're family. I, I want to be used by God and I want to have a ministry and I want to have a healing ministry and I want to have a 
a a a give to the poor ministry and a singing ministry but yet you don't if someone would have to explain who you are they would not say that you got love in your heart that you you really love people but yeah i have a ministry for god i want to do this for god do that mm-hmm. how can we do this and that for god if people that know us one thing they wouldn't they wouldn't they wouldn't use the word that of love to describe us yep or something that is derived from love they would say oh he's rigid Mm-hmm. she's she's this or that that is on the opposite side of what love is yep so we need to get ourselves back to what love is mm-hmm. you know who jesus is who god is mm-hmm. that's right are you seeking justice for yourself are you are you so self-seeking that you want everyone to know or someone to know that you are right in this particular matter is that you what the bible says love is not self-seeking are you so concerned about your name being mud that you can't do what the will of god tells you to do this is bringing it down to where we're at this is real life love you're not concerned about yourself you're concerned about doing the will of god for your life and the Bible gives you a promise that you do this you do this you walk in this love that we just talked about here it said at the very end verse 8 love never fails it never fades nor ends how can love never fail because that's God God mm-hmm. is love and he never fails you he never leaves you nor forsake you he is here He is here if you don't know him. He's ready to come into your life. He's ready to um, forgive you and wash you of your sins. His love never fades. We hear the scripture all the time, his mercy endures forever. And that is so true, but your life doesn't. Yeah, and we don't give that same mercy to others. Mm -hmm. But the Lord endures forever. So if his endures forever, then mine should as well, right? Yeah. And, you know, this is something about uh, that that has always bothered me. I have seen so many different times, and this this is just another point of someone not walking in love, and we'll, we'll wrap this up. But I have seen someone who has received so many people who received so much mercy, but yet they don't give mercy themselves. And Abram just brought up that. If you receive mercy, give mercy. If and, you, if you, and if you judge, then you will be judged. Yeah. It goes both ways. Be thoughtful. Be kind. Show the love of God in your life. Make this your goal in life that every single day I want to perfect this love walk. Every single day. Lord, I do this in you. This is difficult for me. Be honest with yourself. Be honest with the Lord. If this is difficult for you, to tell him. But your word says I can do it. So help me to walk this love walk out. Yeah. Help me to do this, Father. Because that's what your word says. And I'll say this. A lot of times, you know, you have churches or, or people may give words. They say, oh, your breakthrough is coming. This and that. You're going to be blessed. You're going to get that job. 
You're going to have money. You're going to be happy in life. That thing that you've been waiting for is going to happen because this is your season. This is your breakthrough, blah, blah, blah. You know, we hear that all the time in churches. But maybe there's something that is keeping you from that. Mm-hmm. And, the, and they don't say, they just act like, oh, God is going to do it because he's God, he's sovereign, mm-hmm. which he is, and it's a true statement. But there's something that may be lacking on your part. Yep. Jesus says he's going to do these things for us, or God says it, but there is like a contingency plan, if you will. You know, in the Old Testament, it talks about them, the Lord is going to bless them, and these are the blessings. But if you do this, these are the cursings. Sometimes I feel that even, I'll, I'll just use myself as an example, I won't harp on the people that's listening. I was believing for something that I needed a job and whole nine yards. We may have talked about this in a previous podcast. But until I walked in love and serving my wife, that job never came. Mm-hmm. I won't make it long. But until I started to serve my wife, the next thing I knew, I had an email. I applied for a job and I got an email asking me, do I want to work with these work with this company i took the test and i got the job praise god and i'm working on it now still but i i i never want i never decided to serve my wife until then like i decided to do that yeah that was my goal to do that and had i not did that i wouldn't be where i am right now Mm -hmm. because i just decided to serve my wife and until we make the decision to do certain things in life, number one, doing the first commandment, that is just the first commandment. Mm-hmm. How can I do all, how can I get all these other things from God and I'm doing this and I want to do that for God, but yet I'm not doing the first thing that he told me to do. Basically laying down my life for my wife. Mm-hmm. That should be an easy thing for us. Whether it's your wife, whether it's your the second commandment, mother, your brother, whatever it may be your coworker, your cousin. What about your little niece? Whatever it is, lay, lay down our lives for the brethren. Yep. That's it. Love never fails. Yeah, and, and it didn't fail. It produced what I needed in my life. Mm-hmm. That was a time when my wife was pregnant and she did nothing. When I say nothing, oh my goodness, I felt like a butler. The struggle, the struggle was real. Yeah. But however, I decided I made it my goal. I said to myself, I will serve my wife. And this was before she got pregnant. And I did not know what the Lord had in store for me. My goodness. Boy, I had to walk in love. You had a marvelous opportunity. (laughs) That was a good time to walk in love. And the fruit of it, 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 it was good. It really was. And I was happy that. I was able to walk in love prior to her being pregnant because it wouldn't have been good. Oh, my goodness. Wouldn't Man, been good. I would be doing I would be the opposite of love. We won't have to go down the rundown what the opposite is, but I would be that yep. during that time would have been a lot of arguments and a lot of bickering. easily angered. Yes. Easily provoked. So. All right, everyone. Make that your goal in life. Go and meditate on this scripture. Yes, don't just meditate, do. Yeah, and it is 
not necessarily a New Year's resolution, but it should be a resolution every day. Make it, yeah, make it your goal in life. So thank you for joining us on the roundtable, and we'll see you next time. Mm-hmm.